Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Let's make this an ASMR podcast. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, totally didn't know that was the thing. Yeah. People like to just listen to different sounds. Like, oh, oh, I follow on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. It's <Yes>. like <laughs> Sandtagious. And it's like this person who packs like that, um, you know, the therapy sand that... Okay. Therapy well, sand. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I'm just behind the times. Well, anyway, so he packs this sand into different molds, and then he takes it out of the mold and, like, cuts the sand. Oh, I think I've and seen And it's, that. like, the sounds that, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, like, the whole unpacking stuff that you get in the mail, like, boxes. I've seen that's a thing. Oh, like, the sound of it, or? No, just, like. Just people like people, to watch other people unbox things. Apparently. There's YouTube. Supposedly it's a thing. Like I've read about it. That pe- whole influencers will just get box boxes in the mail and their whole YouTube channel is them opening boxes. It's <laughs> <laughs> not any weirder than what you just described. <laughs> I feel like it is. I don't know. Um, you just talked about a guy packing sand, cutting it. For the sound quality effect. I mean, they're all they're all a little off. <laughs> I, I guess people are into it. <laughs> and Te- I teach guess their own. I guess I am because I follow Sandtagious. I mean, I'm. I like the whole like Doctor Pimple Popper. Oh no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch it all the time, but every now and again, I'll watch it. And I'm like, <sighs> and it makes you. It's like cringy, but it's also. Is it like a satisfying? Yeah. Thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't like big, gross. I just like the little ones. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> People are weird. I also like, I follow a bunch of um, cookie decorators on Instagram. I don't do that. That's oh, really weird. That's like that sociopath. That's crazy. <laughs> Stop. I'm just joking. No. It's so satisfying just because they like decorate cookies. And oh, I've watched that before too. It uh, is satisfying. You're right. I love it. It calms me down. Like if I'm in a restaurant, and it's just really loud around me, and I start getting stressed out. I'm like, let me just pull up my cookie videos and just watch. <laughs> That's them. a little weird. Okay, fine. Well, I mean, I like it. I like all your weirdness, just like you like mine. I guess. Aren't we all just we're, trying to find we were someone to who friends. enjoys our weirdness? Sure. Let, I mean, let's put that on a mug or something. I think it's already a thing. Um, well, I'm really excited to tell you about this book but you get to go first this week okay all right so my book this week is golden girl by ellen hildebrand i love ellen I hildebrand but so, i don't know golden girls is it's a new brand, one it's brand new i okay. think it came out mm, i don't know like a couple a week or two ago maybe um so just a quick 
in case you haven't read any of her books, other books by this author that I have read. The Paradise series, which is a trilogy, Summer of 69, 28 Summers. Yeah. Um, I haven't read all of her books. Those aren't all of them. Have obviously. you read her Winter Street series? No. You need to do that yeah. when okay. it gets to winter because, oh, they're and so I, wonderful. I like themed, like I want to read something a little spooky around fall. I want to read. I'm getting into like, I, I want witchy books now. Yes. Because I want witchy books today, too. you know, this is obviously going to air later, but today is October 1st. October 1st. So I'm, uh, how, I'm like, are, how is it October 1st? I don't know what, how did we get to October I so quickly? I have no idea. Wasn't it, so wasn't yesterday 2020? I believe so. I believe it. it and we yes. just jumped forward in time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with that. Um, but yeah, so there, uh, I'm actually just started before I got here. <laughs> um, the sixth wedding, which is another book, second book in the series of 28 summers, but it's only three hours long. So it, I didn't realize that. Oh, so it's just like a novella. Yeah. Um, but so far so good. I really love Ellen Hildebrand's writing. Me too. Erin Bennett, which I've told you before. And I was like, what narrator does she, it's, it's all of her books. Erin narrates Ellen Hildebrand's books. Yes. Gotcha. I do like her. Yeah. So to me, so she's not a total Julia Whalen feel, but for me, she's probably as close as I've gotten. Like I, I like her, the, her voice and the way that she does characters. And, yeah. Um, very much like I, you know, love Julia Whalen. So, um, and she does all of her books. Yeah. I, like I can. Erin Bennett's all I her can, books. I can hear it's, her it's voice in my head. It's a soothing voice. Yeah. I, I, um, so for anyone who has trouble with narrators, she's a good one. I don't good know if she's know. narrated anything else. I haven't looked that up yet. Um, just another quick note. All of Ellen's novels generally are set on Nantucket. Yes, and I want, like, I really want to visit Nantucket just because of Ellen Hildebrand. So, when I, I'm not going to Nantucket, unfortunately, but when I was looking, Michael and I, my husband, were talking about trips earlier this year, and I really wanted to go to Nantucket, and we had looked at some places um, near there, and everything flight-wise was stupid expensive. Oh, I bet. And it's expensive to stay there too, but to get there was outrageous. So we had to scrap all that. We looked at a couple of different places um, that looked really cool. And we've never really, other than like New York, I've never been to the Northeast states. Yeah. Um, so I really I love that whole area. Every state I've been to up there is just fabulous. I know. And we so wanted to do, we were trying to do like I, somewhat of a baby moon. It was right. I wasn't very far along, so we were trying to find something. We ended up going to Georgia because we had friends there, and I hadn't been to North Georgia before, and it was a really nice trip. But um, I thought about Nantucket specifically because of her books. Yeah. And it was a little bummer. I was like, oh, it's really expensive to get there and expensive to stay there, so we're not going to do that. But eventually, I would love to get there. Let's take like a bookish vacay Let's to Nantucket. Let's because because my friend PJ and I have talked about going to Nantucket as well, specifically because of Ellen's books. Really? Yeah. Okay, that would be awesome. Because we take trips together, yeah. COVID permitting. Yes. Um, and we went to Portland, Maine. And we're like, okay, where are we going to go for our next one? This was before <laughs> COVID. And uh, we were talking about Nantucket, yeah. for real. That would be awesome. Because of these books. So yeah. anyway, tell me about Golden Girl. Okay, so... <clears throat> 
quick synopsis. Um, so one summer day, Vivian Howe, um, author of very similar to Ellen of beach, like 13 beach reads. Okay. Mother of three um, is jogging near her home in Nantucket and she gets hit by uh, a hit and run oh. situation and she, she dies. <gasps> and that's like known in the book. So I'm not giving anything away. Um, <clears throat> so she ascends to the afterlife, heaven, the great beyond, whatever you call it. Do I just have a completely shocked face look on my face? Your face is shocked. I'm. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different feel for this her is books. So not Ellen. I I'm know. Just, I'm very surprised. Yes, continue. that's why I wanted to talk about this one specifically okay, because continue. it was very different. Um. Yeah. So she gets assigned her person. Her name is Martha. Like her spirit guide. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, her name is Martha, and um, she allows Vivi, which is what she goes by generally in the book, um, to watch what is happening to her family for one last summer. So she, the hit and run happens in June at the start of the summer. So she has until Labor Day to, to be able to to watch. like say goodbye. I mean, not to them, but yeah, to watch the the happenings of what is going on in the aftermath of her death. So we get to see what's happening? Yes. And, uh, so it plays out, like, you see what's happening, but a lot of it is, like, she's seeing what's going on, and she'll comment on it. And Martha also gives her three nudges, is how they say it oh, in the book. Oh, like she gets to nudge a family member? Yes, basically oh. to change an outcome um, of things going on in the lives of the people that she left. Like... Hey, daughter, no, your, it's, your boyfriend is cheating on you kind of thing. So it's actually more of a physical nudge, if that makes any sense. It's like crazy. Like she has to physically do something through space and time almost. And it's quick. It has to be quick because it's like in the moment, this is going to transpire and it's going to ruin everything. What do you think quickly? What do you do? Oh, my God. And Martha's like, Vivi. Go! Like, it's your, your time to <laughs> shine. Um, so yeah, it's really, really good. So the premise of Golden Girl, um, she had a relationship in high school, and her high school boyfriend wrote her a song called Golden Girl. And her last book that is actually being published posthumously. I don't know what that after means. death. Oh. Yeah, well, no, so it was, like, pretty much, about, it's out, coming out, but she was waiting to see where she ranked. Gotcha. So the book had came out before she passed away. I think it was, like, right there. Okay. It was either, like, it came out, and then she passed, it was, like, the week that she passed away was when it came out. Okay. And she's only gotten to number two on the bestsellers list, and so th she was, her one goal was to get to number one. And so we're waiting to see if she gets we're to number to one see if before. She gets to number one. So she's passed. Right, but before she can't watch Earth anymore? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to feel about any of this. <laughs> um, so basically, there's also a secret that she's been keeping like her whole adult life from everyone in her life, like her best friend, her ex husband, all of her children, um, and that slowly comes to light from this book and because of her passing. Wow. Yeah. So um, 
another really quick just to kind of discuss she has um three children willa who is the oldest kind she has trouble um conceiving she's had three miscarriages and it's kind of like her story into that carson who's her middle child a a girl um she's kind of attention seeking party girl going down a destructive path and leo who is the youngest he's graduating from high school he's in a very unhealthy relationship with his girlfriend um and he's keeping a personal secret. Unfortunately, the terrible girlfriend, her name is Marissa. <laughs> oh, Marissa. And the whole time I read it, I was like, every time she came up, I was like, God, that sucks. Why couldn't her name be Melissa? <laughs> and I would tell, I told my husband, I was like, the worst character in the book's name is Marissa. <laughs> yeah, what a bummer. Um, she's just entitled. She kind of sucks. And you're like, damn it. Uh, well, you are not entitled, and you don't suck, so it's <laughs> okay. So come on, Ellen. You can't pick a different name. Seriously? Oh, can I tell you a quick aside yes, about please. a name in a book? Yes, please. Okay. I have a friend. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this on the podcast. Her name is Susan Horton. Okay. Like Horton, here's a who. And her... So um, I talked on a previous episode about Louise Penny's The Madness of Crowds. Yes, there is a character in that book named Susan Horton. And when I got to it, I like messaged our group because this is one of the um, like book club retreat reunion ladies. And I was like, Susan, there's a character with your name in the new Louise Penny book. Is it her? Well, hold on. Apparently there is like a bookstore, I think in three pines where the book takes place in three pines up in Quebec, Canada. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a guest book. And Susan has been. She signed Stop the guest book. It. And supposedly Louise takes name character names from that book. What? So I'm Mind telling, blown. Right? So I personally believe that that character in the Madness of Crowds is named after my friend Susan. I'm going with it. I think that's so cool. That is so cool. Right? What? Yeah. We need to go sign the book. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> I, and yeah. then you'll have a good character name, Marissa, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. that's Susan was like, I hope it's not a bad character. I was like, no, no, she's good. <laughs> it would be kind of fun to be a bad character to a degree. This one's just not that much fun because she's just such a brat. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Oh, well. Womp, womp. Um, but yeah, the story touches on racism, sexu- sexuality, affairs, secrets, a hit and run. So it's kind of like. All the typical Ellen Hildebrand stuff, but just a little bit of the afterlife thrown in. Pretty much. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's kind of the idea that our loved ones who are no longer with us um, never are never truly gone Um, because they can still nudge us (laughs) in in the right direction. Um, It was just a really cool story, and I love anything like somewhat afterlifey. I don't know. Yeah, you you like all that kind of like ooh stuff. I could take it or leave it. Yeah. but uh, I, I enjoy, you know, reading about it. And I I liked that she kind of put this in. And it was a cool, you know, it was a cool aspect of it. Did I? I think I heard that Ellen Hildebrand is retiring. Oh, I didn't know that. I, maybe I have that wrong. And maybe I'll end up cutting that out of this podcast if I go research <laughs> later. But, um, yeah, I swear I heard that somewhere. So Okay. Oh, one other cool fact. So all three of her children are named after authors. Oh, nice. Like, in the book, she names them after, like, Willa Cather. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember who Carson... Leo is Leo Tolstoy. Tolstoy, Tolstoy yeah. yeah. Um, 
anyways, I thought that was just kind of a neat little. That is cool. I like mm-hmm. that. Aspect. Speaking of character names. Yeah. Um, very cool. So the book I'm going to tell you about is called The Lighthouse by Christopher Parker. Now. Is that the movie? No. No. Okay. This book <clears throat> hasn't even come out yet. Okay. I received an email from Books Forward PR, which is like a um, PR company for books and authors. And they said, hey, we've got some advanced copies of this book. If you want one, sign up. I signed up for it. Before I got an email from them saying whether or not I was going to get a copy, I found on NetGalley, which is like a website where you can get advanced copies of books. You can either get ebooks or now they have audiobooks. I found that they had The Lighthouse as an advanced copy audiobook. I was like kind of drawn to the name because when I went to Rhode Island earlier this summer, like we went into a lighthouse and it was just really cool. And I've always loved lighthouses. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this sounds, you know, the premise sounds interesting. I love lighthouses. And I kept seeing this book. So I was like, okay. Something is calling me to it. Right, yeah. And clearly, because I absolutely loved it. Okay. This is a book that I'm going to be pushing into everyone's hands when it comes out. So this young woman is uh, just in college. Her dad um, is a police officer. She just recently lost her mom. They're both going through a hard time. Um, Like, she, she... like temporarily dropped out of college and um the police officer her dad's brother is also a police officer or like a police chief he calls the dad and says hey we've got this case you know it's two hours south of you um a boy went missing you know we can't we can't close the case until we get some of this stuff taken care of. Can you go down there and take care of it and then come back? You know, maybe you can bring your daughter along and it can just be a nice little getaway for the two of you. So he's like, yeah, sure. So they go to this tiny little town and weird stuff starts happening. So there's a lighthouse in the town, but it hasn't been active for years. Okay. Like many, many years. Okay. Is this a spooky book? It's in the realm of spooky. It's spooky adjacent. Okay. It's n- it. it's not like going to keep you up at right, night, right, right. but there's some kind of ghostish elements to it. Okay. Perfect fall read. Yes. Um, so the lighthouse hasn't been working for years, but all of a sudden the light comes on huh. and starts shining and they huh. don't know what's going on. Huh. And <laughs> this little girl appears huh. and seems like maybe she's kind of in multiple places at once and people are seeing her okay we don't really know what's going on with her like is she a ghost is she real and meanwhile the young the young woman um makes friends with this guy named ryan and um so they're kind of investigating what's going on together so that plot may not be super like drawing you in so I'm going to say, without saying, that there is so much more to this story. Okay. So that's just the surface, Got but it. underneath there is so much more going on, and it is so fabulous. And it's coming of age. It's dealing with grief and loss. It's a little bit of a ghost story. It's a little bit of, you know, small town feel. I mean, 
I read, I finished it in less than 24 hours. Oh, wow. I couldn't stop. So do you know when it's actually what the release date is? I do. So the book is set to release on October 26th, which if I'm not mistaken, is the day after this episode airs. Really? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So I want to read it already just by your description. Oh Even though you God. haven't given a lot, it's a, it's a lot. Like I just I just want to talk to people about enough. it. Okay. Well, I, I want other people to read it so that I can discuss it with them. I will be reading it and we can discuss it. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. What a great fall read. I'm so excited. It really I was is. Like, what do I, one, I, I do want to read witchy, witchy books in general. But this sounds like a great in the same um, realm for fall. I will also say I was not selected to get the book from Books Forward. What? Right? No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. I was not selected, but I'm not bitter about it because uh, I'm sure they had a lot of people. You don't sound bitter at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they had a lot of people apply yeah. for it, but like I will be getting a physical copy for my shelves whenever it does come out. So very cool. Um, yeah, that's super exciting. I can't wait to read it. Awesome. All right, Jamie, spill the tea. <laughs> well, okay. So the tea that we're drinking today is from August Uncommon Tea. I don't know if you've heard of it, but they popped up in like my Instagram ads and, um, you know, clearly they're, they're targeting me cause I'm a tea <laughs> yeah. drinker, but I kept seeing it. I kept seeing it. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the website and check it out. And a lot of their teas sounded really interesting. They have really cool blends. So the one we're drinking is called black metallic and it is a floral black tea with violet and elderberry notes. And I know elderberry is supposed to be like healing. Yes. So that's cool. I like to drink this tea at night because I feel like it's just a very soothing taste. It is. I actually, I really like it. It's, um. Yeah. When you took your first sip, were you like pointing at it? Like, oh, this yeah, is good. I, my <laughs> eyes got big and I was, I didn't want to interrupt her, but I was just like, this is good. Um, it's kind of, it's a little fruity, obviously. It has like the elderberry. There is a berry flavor there, and I don't like that generally in tea, but it's not it's not like berry berry. I don't know how to explain that. I do get like the floral hints of it. And I like but... the floral. Yeah, it's really, di- it tastes very different. It's like a yeah. different taste, but it's so soothing. So it's very, you can drink it whenever. It's not like something that you'd be like, well, I don't, I'm not in the mood for that. Like you could drink it whenever. Yes, I, I agree. But I think at night. I could see how that would be very soothing. It's lovely right before, right before bed. Some of their other, I just want to tell you some of their other, um, like blends that they have. They have, um, low country is strong black tea with bourbon and burnt sugar notes. That sounds interesting. I have that one. We can try all of these. Yes. Yes. At some point. I mean, I don't have all of these, but I have a few. They have rich black tea with hazelnut and chocolate. They have, um, I mean, crisp black tea with chili and chocolate. Ooh, I bet that one's Chocolate and dark cherry. Um, I mean, just some really, really cool flavors. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I've never heard of them before, but um, I'm glad you found them. I hadn't either until they popped up on Instagram, and I was like, Oh, Instagram ads gets me. Yeah, so the back of it... (laughs) The back of it says, tastes like candied violet, 
don't know what that tastes like, but I guess it's this tea. Um, <laughs> elderberry, blackberry, and incense. And then it says, feels like stargazing on an empty beach. <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> Do you feel like stargazing on an empty beach with this tea? Honestly, I could see it. <laughs> I could feel it. But I wouldn't have come to that description on my on my own without their encouragement. I don't get the incense feel though. I yeah, I don't taste incense. But anyway, <laughs> such a fun description. Yeah, I, I I love this tea. They sent out a um, so they only sell loose leaf tea, mm-hmm. and they sent out like a survey asking, "Would you like us to make tea bags?" And I was like, "Yes, please, give me the tea bags, please." Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to end up doing that or not, but I hope so. Yeah, it's so much easier. I like the little the um, satchels. Sachets. Sachets. Or sachets. I don't know. Sachets. Whatever. I thought they were satchels, and I like <laughs> it better. <laughs> like a purse. You can call it a satchel if you want. I can call it whatever want. I want. Sure. Um, I, I, sachets. <laughs> but no, they're, I don't know. They're so much more fun than tea bags. Yeah. Sure. I don't, um... I'm not going to do a spill the tea book this week. Okay. I just, you know what? I've had a a really good uh, streak yeah. lately. So what what have you got for me? So um, the spill the tea book that I'm not recommending is The Dinner List by Rebecca Serrell. Um, you've read this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay. You have the same feeling? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't hate it. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Once again, loved the premise. Yeah, it's a, it's such an interesting premise. Okay, so the premise is Sabrina, 30th birthday. I believe that she wrote, uh, when she was younger, a list of people that she would want to have dinner with at like her last meal or something like that. Right. And um, she shows up to, arrives to dinner. Um, with a pretty odd selection of characters. And those characters are um, her best friend, Jessica, her father, Robert, her ex-boyfriend or fiancé, Tobias, which, weird name. <laughs> I just think of Arrested Development. That's all I think I about. Tobias, yeah. Tobias. Um, her college philosophy professor and Audrey Hepburn. I was okay. I, I was like, it wasn't Audrey. I had Hepburn to wait there? to the end for that because that's like the most random. Um, part love story, part loss of loved ones, part moving on, accepting reality. I don't know. And wasn't it like kind of because I read this years ago, but yeah. wasn't it kind of like helping her find herself? Yeah. And like didn't they all teach her something yeah, about herself? Even Audrey did. Hepburn. Yeah. <laughs> I. I don't know. It was just, I couldn't get into it. I mean, I read it and I was like, that was a fine read. It was not three stars. Yeah. It's a three star read. Agreed. And that's Um, fine. Yeah. And I read it after I read In Five Years by Rebecca Serrell. And you don't like that book, right? Well, I love that book. I know you love that book. I don't like not like it. I just, it wasn't for me. Okay. Well, those are the only two books that I have read by this author. Loved in five years. Um, the Dinner List, I could leave it. Those may be her only two books. Oh, really? I thought I thought I saw something else. Like, maybe it's a upcoming or a recent one. Um, 
but I don't remember exactly. Oh man, I I gave in five years two stars. Um, no, what? she has she has more. Okay, I was wrong. Yeah, I really liked in five years. Um, so you gave it two. Sorry, this one was definitely. There's my spill the tea for you. Yeah, this <laughs> one was definitely not as good as in five years. I have disagree. Anyway, well, <laughs> that's all I got. But I mean, it was a cool premise. It just fell a little, little flat. How many times do we say that? All the time. I loved the premise, but something fell flat. Is All it all the time? I mean, writing is hard, you know. Oh, I'm sure. So, I can't imagine. I guess you know. Yeah, I, not trying to be too harsh. Again, these are our opinions. You may love this book just like we love different books. I know, but I'm just saying, it's got to be really difficult to create a work that connects with people you know for sure i am not a writer i will never be a writer but um pretty sure i would have trouble with that so kudos to the to the authors who pull it off yes agreed um yeah what's keeping you sane this week jamie well we had a little taste of it last week and are you gonna say the same thing as me are you gonna say fall weather stop I mean, all things fall is pretty much like I put Louisiana in quotes fall weather because anyone from Louisiana knows that one day it's fall, one day it's summer, next day it's muggy and gross. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Continue. Well, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) So it's currently outside. It does not feel like fall, but last week was really lovely and brisk and um I mean I was in Nashville for part of it and it was nice there too but and yes all the fall things although I will say I'm not like a PSL drinker I don't do pumpkin spice lattes which everyone's obsessed with once October rolls around yeah or I guess September October but I do just I love sweater weather I love being cozy who doesn't I love blankets <laughs> and you know what's perfect fuzzy for, socks sure yeah you know what else is perfect for fall tell me drinking tea <laughs> oh my gosh i would have never thought of that <laughs> um, yeah but that's mine basically the anticipation of change holiday season yeah just all the feels thanksgiving i'm, I'm looking forward turkey. to turkey maybe hopefully a little drier weather here in our neck of the woods because it's been a very wet it has rained all week and i'm i'm okay with it because sometimes i'm kind of like in the mood for stormy weather um but it's just been a, a rainy like spring summer in general i think it's one of the record on record really yeah i'm pretty sure mm. um so i'm kind of over it i'm ready for crisp fall weather that may last a week that's all we get here. <laughs> you get one week and you're done. Um, but yeah. One week and then it's winter. <laughs> but yes, that's what's been keeping me sane as well. It's really funny. Of course, we would pick the same thing. Sure. I am not surprised. <laughs> well, Jamie, it's been a pleasure. Marissa, as always. cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers! Cheers.